0: hey how are you
1: i don't know rain <laughs> I,
2: said it, I sent you screenshots and it said it was way the host was waiting and then it sent me a message saying you were in another meeting so i was like oh maybe it ran over with the last
1: guest so i was just sitting there waiting that's really crazy I didn't well,
0: realize there was a waiting room.
1: Let me <laughs> welcome you to Funny Minds, and I am your host, Lynn, and my co-host.
0: Edward Bess, how are you?
1: And I am so excited to have you on. This woman is an absolutely incredible. She's a touring musician. She's an actor. She's an author. She's a humorist. Uh, well, Well, you're an inspirational humorist. A breast cancer survivor. And prunes are sexy, That that that's it for me. That was it for me. When I saw prunes are sexy, I'm like, that's the best thing anybody could ever
0: say. This is like really crazy. It's honestly the first time I've ever heard it.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: So it has to be true.
1: It has to be. And you'll yeah. see it on your calendars pretty soon, so. Okay, all right. I know when I was younger, my mother used to make us eat prunes. There was three prunes in a bowl. Mm-hmm. And so I would get, I couldn't stand them. So I would get the first one down. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I could get the first one down and then I put the other two in my mouth. Made believe I had to go to the bathroom. I spit them out. wash them. I just, I don't know. I could never acquire a taste for them. My would, heart, you, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to break your heart, but I'm Sorry. <laughs>
0: Rain, Rain, you just got you got to, you got to feel for her. That's all.
2: <laughs> I, I feel for most people who give me
0: that same lies. <laughs> she'll, she'll come around. She'll come around. So thanks for man. thanks for coming on.
1: You're yeah, really for thank you me. so much. And so tell us, you know what 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 you're doing. What I know you you're involved with a lot of organizations. You're raising money for breast cancer, which is absolutely wonderful it's one of the organizations that we support also and you walked the runway during fashion week how exciting so tell us about it tell us about the people you met and what you did well you know it just it, it shows how small the world is
2: especially now with social media because i have been volunteering as a um, spokesperson and fundraiser for cancer and breast cancer since 1976 so I started that before it was a Pinteresty thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you meet all these different people. I do shoestring organizations because I want people to see where their money goes and who it goes to. not bank yacht and you know at a company, you don't know the person on top. We physically, wherever I do it, we physically give the check to the survivor, the survivor's family, the oncology department, depends. But everybody can see where it goes. There are no people in there.
0: Totally transparent, and,
2: right? Completely transparent. And a few years back, I ran into a woman that I didn't. Rem- I not remember exactly how, but she was a force, and she still is. She is a metastatic breast cancer survivor, Dana Donofre, and she's like, you know, we're we're doing New York Fashion Week for my line, Anna Ono, which she had created created a line for women who are going through the treatment because you know your skin opens up it's really really sensitive and she went to other countries and got all these beautiful fabrics and started this intimate wear line and she's like would you like to be in the fashion show in New York I'm like well I'm in New York I'm not gonna miss that you know I live out really so Dana and I you know I went out there and I did the runway the first time I think that was 2018 and then 2019, they did only metastatic women, and I'm not metastatic, thank God. Okay. But she asked me if I would sing and to open the show for the runway. So I did that with her. And you know, and then you meet other people and you talk more about it. And before you know it, you're doing these little shoestring um, organizations. And I try to teach people the power of a penny because a lot of people say, "Well, I don't have millions of dollars to donate. What's my fund?" is going to do and I'm like you have to understand it's not just breast cancer you're giving money for research you have people who can't afford two dollars parking every day breast mm-hmm. cancer is expensive and they may not be able to afford toys for their children I've had women you know ask them I know they're vetted they don't even know me I said what could you use I would really like a warm hat and a pair of socks and wow. think of those things yes. and so you know I have friends and when I call them, they're like, how much do you need? What do you need? Come get it out of my store. And I put together mystery boxes and mail it out to lots of different survivors that most of them probably don't know me.
0: Mm, that's amazing.
1: That is an amazing that's absolutely thing. absolutely amazing. Really. And that's why you're so inspirational and people want to talk to you and and meet you and be with you. And uh, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> I understand you hail from the Bronx, born and raised Bronx girl. Oh, the
0: Bronx,
1: the Bronx, on. Like the Bears, the I'm Bronx. The- <laughs> hey,
0: hey, Rain. I'm listen. I I grew up a a, a massive, massive Yankees fan. So, okay. um uh, I spent a lot of time in those Bronx. and okay. I li- I lived in New York City for some years. I lived in Brooklyn, Manhattan. I know it well. And there was a day way back when where you could go and take the train to the Bronx and go scalp a Yankee ticket for like <laughs> f- $15. Yeah.
1: yeah, If you would love <laughs> more, scalp two. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of people that tell me, "You come, do you come from New York? And I'll say no. You sound like a New Yorker. I said, "Yeah, I sound like a New Yorker." <laughs> but you I'm do. a New am Jer- New Jersey, New York. Yeah. Okay. I, I we I
0: still like both of you, Brooklyn and New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. So now Thirty Third Street. <laughs> Rain, you're out now. Uh, you're out in Vegas now, huh? I am.
1: I've been
2: yes. to a lot of places before we got here, but mm-hmm. that's where I am now. And
1: you're a blues
2: singer. Yes, that's actually my forte that's what I actually do but okay over the years when you talk to people and you go out and you talk about you know breast cancer people don't know you sing and so yeah' that was fine but with <laughs> social media people say, how come I didn't know you you could sing or how come I didn't know you wrote books or so now it's all kind of coming full circle
1: so are you doing a lot you're doing a lot of touring doing your music do you write any music do you have people write for you no, I'm a covers girl. I'm truly a blues
2: girl. Old school covers. Get up there. Okay. Uh, tell stories and, you know, the, the goal has always been to inspire people, whatever they're going through. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the blues, you know, the blues has some funny stories. It has some sad, stories. it has some tragic stories. And it has some inspirational stories, you know, things that you probably should and should not be doing. And that's what I hope to get. But between the songs, I like to talk to people in the audience. It's intimate to me. Mm -hmm. So I'll say, is there a song you want to hear? Or do you know any songs? Or what are you going through right now? Maybe we can pull the song. So that's usually the way I like to do it. I um, was blessed this past Sunday to be invited to sing two songs um, at the celebration of life for Frank Sinatra's oldest friend. no. Yeah, really? yeah, 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 and um, it was. I'm my- not worthy. Yeah, I- I'm not worthy. Come on. I used to tour with Pete Seeger and Creedence Clearwater. Now, oh, wow! You, know, oh, you talking about <laughs> CCR? Get, Get
0: out of here! That's, that's incredible. <laughs>
2: that is incredible. oh, wow. Yeah, you never know what's going to pop up, and you never know who's going to find you and why. Right. Right. So. That's why I just keep doing it because you just never know. You know, you, you'd be changing someone and you may never know that you've changed that life.
1: And the more you put yourself out there, the more people see what? you and the better <laughs> chance you have of people asking you to do things for them. Right. Yes. Right. So,
2: okay, so now you're not worthy. I'm going to go down here. Last week, I was on Let's Make a Deal.
0: No. <laughs> No, are you, you kidding? Me?
2: Anything? I can't talk about this show. It has to air next year. Oh, but no um way. I can tell you I was a gigantic
0: chicken. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Those that show you wear is costumes a on the show. classic. I mean they just don't make shows like that anymore. No. And, and haven't for a long time. And right. you know, as a, a you're growing up in that era and and watching all these great game shows, you always sat back and said, "Man, I would love to be on that show one day." Mm-hmm. They, they're just having a blast.
1: Why? Bringing some of them back, you know, it was yeah. a shame what happened with um, uh, God, what's his name? Uh,
0: oh, Bob Barker.
1: No, no. Um, the- oh, Alex, you're back. The one whose producer was, was shot.
0: Oh God, I don't know.
1: I don't know who that from was. From New York. From New York. He was on the uh he had a game show. Oh God, I feel like I uh, losing my mind. Uh he's got twenty million kids. Lives in New York.
0: How what twenty million kids?
1: Yeah, he has his wife has like like nine kids him in his way oh, no well, okay i need to figure <laughs> out who that is and you
0: got to google it
1: yeah i don't <laughs> know really. that oh god he, he's got all the brothers the irishmen uh, oh my god can i think um the,
2: Irish. the the um yes and they all are in television shows they're all actors yes yeah alec baldwin Baldwin,
1: Alec Baldwin, yes. Ta-da, yeah. we get there.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about um, he brought back, Alec brought back. Oh, God, what was that show? I don't know.
1: It was hysterical.
0: What was Alec Baldwin on? What was that show that Alec Baldwin did? The game show.
1: Match? Was it Match Game? The match game. game? was a match game. Oh, but they would. Match game, yes. Half of them were yes, yes, drunk. Yes. And the things that they would come out with, it was so funny. <laughs>
0: drunk. Funny. Yeah. And they would drunk. It was actually a really good show. It was funny.
1: So they when. Look. look it, it is fun. It is a lot of fun. Do you know when your show is going to air? Not yet. I do know it was 2024. So. Um, oh, okay. okay.
2: Yeah. Season 15. And okay. it was crazy. I just sent you a picture, Lynn, too. So you can see the big chicken and you can share it. <laughs> I but it, it was crazy. And it was it was in California and it was super fun. And um, yeah, it was crazy.
0: <laughs> now, did you go oh like God. all out rain and like lay an egg?
2: You know. Uh, first of all
0: because I know deep down you wanted to just to freak I, people I, out
2: I did I wanted to take <laughs> an egg but the chicken soup was so hard to to master because it was huge and I, I couldn't see my feet and I saw so I couldn't see the steps and I was like oh this is too much navigating it made my
1: top so I'd look like a chicken I mean it was <laughs> oh my know. god this is so funny I went so that I don't know if if anybody can see,
0: oh wait, can you see it's it? Got some glare. Yeah, that's some glare it's going.
1: Background. Like yeah, we'll
0: but post it up. So we'll, when you see it? It. We'll yeah. post it on the site. Yeah, post it <laughs> on the site. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Yeah, you can't see because of the glare. No. I'm gonna post it on the site. You are hysterical. That's how you had to go out there. Oh my god. Oh, it's that fun. Is I don't so lie. funny. But that's good, but you do a lot of things for a lot of people and you're a lot of you're a very big inspiration for, for a lot of people. But this one thing that that you said about, you know, what you see on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, you should never judge a person because you don't know what's on inside, you know?
0: I that and,
1: and, and that's a very, very true, Yes. With your prunes mm-hmm. that are so sexy. <laughs> yeah. I'm too sexy for my blood, too sexy for my skin. And so people are like, trans making you run for cancer. And it, it
2: stays in people's mind. That's what it was for. Because people are oh, like some other people, you know. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, we judge a lot of things from the outside when the goodness is on the inside. And a lot of times we miss that in people and situations. Right. Because we're already prejudged before seeing what happens next and i'm curious i'm an experienced junkie i love collecting people and and how can we help and you know my husband's the total opposite none of that applies to him that
1: but that's great
0: wow we 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 share we share like almost identical lives
1: (laughs) i know really like
0: (laughs) i'm out there just like you and my wife could give it
1: yeah at all Oh, yeah. me too. I'll talk to anybody, anywhere. No matter where I go, I always find something to say to somebody. I always start right. a conversation with somebody. I, right. you know, not. I'm not being nosy. Right? I just love people. I love talking right. to people. And
0: uh, I, is that why you dyed your hair prune color? My hair is was for rain today. It's purple <laughs> prunes are purple. Well, <laughs> are they really? <laughs> I have pr- i got
1: a, a prune head. since I was like four years old, so I don't- I'm i going to mail you
2: one. If it's not ah. enough, The folks, at Mayberry Days, I do the Andy Griffiths, right? I take off every year, it's good enough for you.
0: Oh, my God, yeah.
2: You know what, Raina? I'm
1: going to try a prune just for you. Please do, and take a picture and send it to me. And I will. I will. I'm going to send the picture to you of me eating a prune. Of course, I will send you the picture of me running to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, you'll have to have like a lot to do that. Yeah,
0: you know, that that's, a, that's a TikTok video that'll go viral. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I'll put that on my other channel now.
0: <laughs> so is you do I pronounce your name Raina or Rain? Rain, like the weather. Rain. Rain. That, that's what I was saying. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I love the way it's spelled too. Um, we, we share a lot in common as far as music and, and touring and, and performing. And um, I just want to share a quick story with you because I think this will give you a good laugh, but yet at the same time identifies with what you've done. Um, I performed once, uh, and I was in a, a big tribute show called Best of British, and we did like five different tributes. One of them was Queen, multiple bands, two-hour shows, the whole big production. And I, I was asked to perform at a nudist colony, uh, a nudist resort in Florida, for a breast cancer um, weekend concert series that they put on. So I was performing. I was performing in northern Florida, and on the way back, I had to stop there and and do a show, and it was eye opening. In many many respects, yeah. <laughs> um, but the but the real meat of the matter was, you know, they put on a full weekend of all the best top tributes in is probably in the country um, to raise awareness and money for breast cancer, and you know everybody bought. Weekend passes and and they really spent a lot of money to to get us in there and it was very eye opening, you know. Not obviously once you wrap your head around the fact that you're at a, a nudist resort, which is really not that big of a deal, um. But the fact that they went that far to to spend that money and, and bring these acts in to to really w- raise awareness and raise money and and it was just an insane awesome experience. Bravo. And I've been blessed to do that throughout the years with music, uh, you know, for different, you know, uh, Shriner's Children's Hospital, autism. I mean, I've done benefits for everybody and anybody. So that's where you are seriously blessed when you could get out there and do what you do and yet still reach people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, and cool. music is a great way to do it too. Time number you, one. A, a, there's a lot of bands that will give up their time to raise money for a lot of different situations and a lot of organizations. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. But uh, yeah, I, I remember when you had to do that, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know a couple and, things and you, you can't
0: just, see, but you know.
1: Yeah, yeah it, there's something you can't unsee, but it was all just, for the for the for the benefit,
0: right? You know, it was the adults, benefit. It was, a, yep. it was really the the seriousness of the matter, right? right now. right. Um, but tell us about your writing, Rain.
2: Oh, it's you know, I did I I did five books, and it's just for fun. I you know, it was oh, just stuff. five, not.
0: Yeah, but no. and and I haven't and, made a hundred yet, Eddie, but I've only done five.
2: <laughs> no, they were and they had funny titles so that I wanted people to understand. I come from a, a not so great place mm-hmm. and I wanted people to be able to laugh about it. And they're mm-hmm. all, see, you know, because a lot of those inspirational books, make they bring more shame to you. You feel like they're talking about you. And mm-hmm. then it says, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, it's always like, if you haven't, it's your fault. So yeah. I started writing funny stories, things like, um, I'm 40, I'm feisty, and there's a gray hair in my what? And others, <laughs> and, <laughs> and falling in the wooden, you know, really, is all these funny titles. And people would have me come out and speak to um, medical facilities for cancer patients. Mm-hmm. And and then a college in Canada called me. They wanted me to come out and read Gracieisms. Now, my family's from the South. Mm -hmm. And so I came up with like 400 of these isms that my Southern family would say that made no sense because I'm from New York City Mm -hmm. and my mom would say these things and they wanted to hear more about it. And then another college in the South bought books. They're like, oh, this is like a lost art. And, you know, women going through menopause and their husbands not understanding. So then they, you know, said, we want to see, hear about, thong in the wind and then you know <laughs> there's the uh guard sale one you know garage sale so they were just fun and they have fun covers that my best friend worked on for me because she does a lot of that kind of stuff and right. you know it's just it's just fun stuff I want people to understand because you come from a bad place it's it's okay to not be ashamed of yourself You right. character And it's hard to be who you are because that's the way people will see you. You are not your background. You are not your shame. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I did those. They're like reading the day, reading a couple hours. You know, just I used to carry them with me and give them to people on the plane. And then people would, you know, email me and say, oh, my God, that's hilarious. That's so funny. So that was what it was for. And then those. That's great. uh, to do. This is one of my favorite stories. I'll try to keep it super short. but I Don't worry you, about it. Lawrence Welk is one of my favorite entertainers ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, mm-hmm. Always. And a few years ago, I, was, I hosted a breast cancer event on the Napa wine train. They provided everything. Oh. It was fabulous. When when Napa, oh. Wine when so yeah, it out was great. Right, five cities in five days. It was mm-hmm. crazy. And so as people were getting off and of course they were really drunk and uh, one lady stopped, she's like, you were so much fun. She's like, do you mind if I call you? I have an event coming up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's drunk. So about two days later, this woman emailed me and she was the head of something in Timeshare and they were doing, they were taking the top 10% of people who excelled in Timeshare that year on a cruise. And she said, we will pay for you and your husband everything if you come and read out of your books. I said, Well, yeah, that would be fun. So oh, we
0: man. go, Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. It's so you say like, how about once a month? We do this once a <laughs> month. I we should. Absolutely. So
2: I got up there to read. And of course, my husband's there. And you know, there are probably 75 people in this private room. And I started reading. And I have never, ever read about Lawrence Woke out of one of my books, because most pe- people either don't know who that is or they don't get it. Right. Things like, say, read that part about Lawrence Welk. And I was like, OK. So I started reading about Lawrence Welk. And this woman in the front made this sound like, huh. And and I looked at her and I was like, see, this is exactly why I don't talk about Lawrence Woke. Well, So the facilitator, as I continue to read, he comes up, his name is Brian. He starts laughing. He goes, Rain, I know you heard Ann laugh. And he said, There's a reason for that. And I said, Really? And I looked at Anne. He says, she's the vice president at Welk Resorts. (laughs)
0: She said, (laughs) No. And
2: so she called me after, you know, we got to know each other on the cruise. And then she called me to Welk Resorts. They ordered a ton of books for all the employees so that they not only could read my chapter about Lawrence Wolf, but could be inspired by yeah. your life. So they had me come out and read to do a couple of uh different sessions for the employees and it was a blast. And Anne took me to lunch with the VPs and the CEOs. So we're standing there and this guy comes walking up and that kind of look and he's smiling. And I said aren't you Lawrence Welk's grandson, Jonathan? He said, I am. I said, what are you doing here? He said, when they told me that this woman from the Bronx was in love with my great-grandpa, I had to see who this was. Oh, gee. That's incredible. <laughs> the incredible part is he gifted me with the original Lawrence Welk Villa key. There was only one. No. Key, and I, well, had-, I, don't know. I no. had to oh, right. Yes, that's my best.
0: Oh my God! That's Again.
2: incredible. Again. Yeah, right.
0: I'm not worthy. Ray.
2: No, no, you're worthy.
0: <laughs> 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 that's awesome.
2: That, that is great. awesome. What an awesome story. Yeah, that's a great story for sure.
0: Because obviously, Lawrence Welk. You know, you you assume, um, everybody knows who Lawrence Welk is, but yeah, I know. I'm. You know, fifty-five years old. I I know right. who he is. I uh, know who he is. My yeah, wife twelve years younger than me. She doesn't know who Lawrence Welk is. You know, so <laughs> exactly. You know, there's there's an appreciation there. uh That's that's awesome. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, that's that, is, that, that is that really is
0: incredible.
1: And what about your acting? You're an actor. What type of an actor are you? What have you acted what? in? I'm in lots of um, movies
2: and films and commercials and really we do live stuff for them because uh, I've you know trained on a teleprompter when I was like fourth grade it comes in handy now yeah um, you know because of social media people see you do That's something okay they're like oh well she must be an actor would you like to come do the jingle or do you want to do a commercial or would you like mm-hmm. to roll in this or. We have live theater, you know, do, do you want to play this role, that role? Because they haven't put it together that I'm not an actor, that I'm a musician, you know? But they're like, oh, you're an actor who sings. Okay, sure. If, if I'm
1: getting the role and a check, I'm an actor. That You're an actor. <laughs> I'm a whatever. The- whatever they want you to be, that's who you're going to be. Whatever.
0: I'm the pilot. I'm the stewardess.
1: I am. I'm the butcher, the baker, the candlestick
0: maker. And I you, Ray, to do to you to remember, Ray, do you remember that skit from Living Color with uh, Damon Wayans? And, with these you lazy coconuts. Yes. Bad non man. That's who I am. I need 20 dogs, Martin. Do I was the pilot, the steward. I mean, that was oh, brilliant stuff. Oh, so funny. Yeah. But I agree with you. Hey, listen, if you can get out there and you can perform, then right. you can perform. You know, it doesn't really matter what what what, you know, genre, if it's comedy or music or acting. Right. I I get a lot. Part of of your makeup.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, when Homer Hickam asked me to play his mom, Homer Hickam, October Sky. And I I said to him and his wife, I said, wait a minute, that's a real person. I'm not sure I could pull that off. I said, let me pray on it and get back to you. So I said, God, if you want me to play Homer Nickman's mom, because that's a big deal. People know who NASA, you know, uh, right. not dude is. And I so it's just kind of like Googling one day and his mom picture comes up and his other stuff. And so I called him. I said, hey, homie. He's like, hey, Ray. And I said, is Linda there? And they got on the phone. I said, Homer, when was your mom's birthday? And he said it was June 15th and whatever the year was. And I said, are you sure? So he gets Linda on and she goes, yes, honey, it was June 15th. Why? I said, because my birthday is June 15th. Well, wow. I said, but God, that's not a good
1: enough. <laughs> really? I mean, that a little a bit more sign. <laughs> that was your sign right there. Yeah, and right people, there. That was not working.
0: You should have ran out to Seven Eleven and got a lottery ticket, like You don't
2: have lottery in Vegas,
1: so I wouldn't been able to run out. Oh. That's right, Vegas. I mean, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go in. You,
0: you take a hundred dollars. Well, you do what my mother does, which she goes to the Hard Rock when she comes to Tampa by me, <laughs> and she plays Wheel of Fortune slots in like Clockwork. She wins over a thousand dollars every time.
2: <laughs> I don't gamble because I like to keep the money I have. I can see how it gets. You can get yeah. Up, oh, you know, people get put put up you. very bad. I'm with you. Yes. Yeah, yes. My, my life is a gamble enough for me without me having to go down there and put thoughts in.
0: It's easy to go down a rabbit hole when it comes to gambling. I, exactly. I, I, typically I love sports, so I'll I'll pick like a football game, low end twenty five dollars, like nothing right. devastating. It's just more for for the fun of it. That's but fun of it. But, but I deal too. I go,
1: you know. I go to the casino twice a year. I like to go and have fun. So I have to knock wood that, yeah, I haven't been a loser yet. But you know, someday my my chips will have to fall in. But that's okay because I don't spend that much. You know, I'm winning a thousand dollars and maybe I only spent twenty. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm making nine eighty. So as long, yeah. as long as I'm beating the house, I'm a happy person.
0: Well, it's you know, really but... rain. It's the, it's the hair. She's got lucky purple hair. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, you
1: know, I see people like running, constantly running to the ATM machine. And I'm like, wow, you know, like
0: goes real quick.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: unfortunately, I don't have like uh, P Diddy on my speed dial. <laughs> yeah, I hit him up well for a loan or something. I just don't. I just he lost you my number somehow.
2: A bat monkey on your back? No. No. <laughs>
0: He can buy, he could just buy a casino, he doesn't have to gamble. Right, you know?
2: That's true, right. that's right, true. that's
0: awesome. So, our, let, let's talk about some music because that's my thing. Okay, blues, I love the blues. Chicago blues is that Is that along the lines of your forte, or are you just a little uh, across the board? However, you feel across
2: the board, what yeah, and also feel it depends on the venue, it depends mm-hmm. on what. And, you know, someone says, well, we just want to do blues because most people say we want you to do Etta James at last. Mm-hmm. She has a catalog of a lot of songs and that's seen when you know. So then, you know, you can kind of give them some lessons in that. Or if it's just an intimate night of blues, you know, sometimes it might not be blues songs. Um, I used to tour and when I lived in Virginia with blues guys and rain and we would connect blues songs to pop songs and opera. That's cool. And people they were like, I think I've heard those songs before, I just don't know where. So, you know, connecting something by Chicago Blues and and Cheryl Crow
1: and the V yeah, that's fantastic. Janice Joplin. Yeah. 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 Janice, yeah. Yeah. Janice Joplin. Yeah. 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 She was she awesome. was she was my favorite, Janice yeah. Joplin. I mean, yeah. I yeah, I mean, she was it incredible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: great. That's that's really good. Now you say Virginia. You talking about the Roanoke area?
2: No, I'm talking about the Richmond area. My head,
0: Richmond, from Virginia. Okay, okay. I've toured up that way and and played up in uh, Roanoke a bunch of times. Okay, there's a place there called Dr Pepper Park. Yep. Have you heard of it? I have. Been up there a bunch of times. Good, good. good people. That's a that's Damn. kind of the cool. I, I, you kidding me?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's no serious. Absolutely, you
2: I'll be there.
0: I play and sing. We could tear it up. I love the blues. Yeah, um, yeah. and and I've had the like you the good fortune of uh, getting out there and traveling the world and and seeing it and meeting the people, um, and that's where I I look at you and I I know the impact that you have when you get out there and lay it on the line uh, for everything that you believe in. And use mu- music to bring it all together, because when you when you step into um, a lot of these venues and you you get into larger crowds and and uh, you're at that level, when you are done, the appreciation that is shown to you, um, you know, post show, uh, you, you touch people in so many ways you don't realize it. You right. take it for granted. Yeah. Because you just play music for so long since you're a child, right? And I guarantee, like like me, like you, you've been singing since you were born, mm-hmm. um, and that's just the way it is. So you take it for granted, and then when you perform, and these people come to you and say, "Wow, right? I've never seen that done before. I can't believe I heard that. I can't believe you right. played this song." You know, and that's where you realize the impact that it really has on people because music is so universal. And uh, with you yeah. using that to relay your message, it's just phenomenal.
1: Thank you. Rain, tell everybody where, because um, we're going to have to wrap up, tell everybody where they can find you. <clears throat> they can find me on Instagram at prunes are sexy, all spelled out. <laughs>
2: They can find me on Facebook, Rain Thomas, R H A Y N E Thomas. You can uh, shoot me emails, people always do, at sexy at gmail.com. <laughs> and you you can send me a message from the website, which would be
1: prunesorsexy.com. <laughs> Rain, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah. I was so excited. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I'm we so we have happy. to definitely schedule a part two. We got yeah. we, we, we got more definitely. stuff to cover. We have more stuff to cover is right. I haven't even touched on your glasses yet. So <laughs> yeah, we have, I have,
2: I have a couple of hundred pairs of glasses because oh, wow. October 15th, I will have been wearing glasses 50 years. Oh, wow.
0: So I'm just gonna nickname you Elton John. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I used to live next door to him in Atlanta. Atlanta? No don't
1: way! Know.
0: Oh yeah. my god, he's yeah. one of my all-time favorites. Me too. Me too. I love songwriting aspect to you and know his, his relationship with Bernie and the, the song everything just a all,
2: all of it. Him, Lawrence Weld, Liberace, all ah. of that.
1: <laughs> Those yes. are my feet. Well, I thank you love for it. being on the show today. And for all of our um, fans out there, we are funnyminds.com. And you will find us on Spotify and YouTube for video and ed- all other platforms on audio. And if you go on funnyminds.com, you're going to see a big purple heart. And there's two organizations that we are very involved with that is Women's Breast Cancer and St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So if you find it within your means to help out and push that button and send a donation to them would be greatly appreciative. And uh, for all of our fans out there, be healthy, be safe, be happy, non-judgmental, smile, and always remember to laugh. And with that, we say goodbye and good luck to you, Rain.
0: Rain, you are a rock star. I love you.
1: (laughs) Love you, guys.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Bye for now.
0: We'll talk to you soon.